Welcome to Victorious Living. But to deal with our faith life, it's, it's not just saying that I have faith. It's actually operating in the principles of the faith that we say we believe. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is ministering to us. The gateway to faith is located in the mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the gateway to faith is located in the mind. All right, we're going to talk about tonight the gateway to faith. We we will dismiss the children, yeah. The gateway to faith. Now, this is listed in Luke's gospel, the gospel of Luke and his writings. In Luke's gospel, we read where he said that the Holy Spirit clearly tells us that in the last times, some some will turn away from what they once professed to believe where faith is concerned. And so you list that with the Thessalonian letter when, it, when he talks about some shall depart from the faith. And that ties to that verse, some shall depart from what they once said they believed. Amen. So somebody asked me one time, well, what's the need of teaching on faith so much? Because number one, it's the one thing in the scripture that the Bible says that God's pleased. That, that without faith, it's impossible. Now, it's not just the fact that we believe there's a God. No, no, no. That's, I mean, you can talk to the sinner out on the street. Some of those people that doesn't know the Lord, they tell you they believe there is a God. So some people believe that that's the limitations or all there is included in faith is simply to, to believe that there is a God. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that obviously is important. Uh, and moving forward in our faith to believe that there is a God. But here Luke in his writings way back, 2000, almost 2,000 years ago, probably not quite that much, that he's telling and writing to the people and he's telling them be on the lookout because some people are going to depart from what they profess to believe. And so one of the things that, that leads into that is what they're dealing with in life. Primarily sickness and disease and a lack of finances, perhaps some problems or something that's, that's interfering in their love. So Luke then is telling and, and uh, encouraging those that he's writing to, which is the Christians, which would obviously be good for us as well. He's just simply saying that in the last times, that that is a sign of the times. We're looking for signs in the air around us and all of the explosions of his power, whatever. This is just as much a sign as all that is. People departing from the faith. And of course, the people who do that, they, they'll never tell you that that's what they do. Uh, some people, you know, kind of get, get a little bit, you know, ruffled up when you say that. But nonetheless, it's true. That, that in the last times, one of the signs of the time are people or is people uh, uh, turning away from 
what they have professed to believe. And you say, well, I'd never do that. Well, listen to yourself talk. Just listen to yourself talk. All of us I'm talking to, listen to what you're saying. And so sometimes when it's beginning to slip away, you'll hear it in your mouth. You'll hear it with your words. What are you saying? What am I saying? So he says that and uh, then he further states, Luke goes ahead and further states this, will the Lord literally or actually find faith among his people when he comes? So obviously there is some concern that God has about his people, about those who are professing Christians. And all of that ties together in the Thessalonian letter and Paul's writings, it all ties together with some of this was already happening in their day. Uh, the people who have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ and professed their faith in him and then they begin to let it slip away. So to deal, let's talk a little bit about this, to deal with our faith life. Now you, what we want to understand, and probably you do, I don't know if you do or don't, but to deal with our faith life, it's, it's not just saying that I have faith, it's actually operating in the principles of the faith that we say we believe. So it's easy to say, I have faith, I go to church, uh, I read my Bible occasionally. Most of the time I let the preacher read the Bible to me. And so you can tell something is slipping, something's slipping away. But, you know, again, you know, sometimes people don't like to be told that. It kind of doesn't go down, it kind of goes down, it kind of goes down sideways. So to deal with our faith life successfully. Now the Bible says the just shall live by faith. The just lifestyle is a lifestyle of faith. That's what he's saying to us. And so if I could ask you tonight, what do you feel like is the most important thing in your relationship with God? Well, some people are going to say love. Some people may say other things. But the most important thing in your lifestyle with God is faith. For without it, we can't please God. Without it, we can't receive from God. So it behooves us to know all we can know and learn all we can learn about faith and, and how it operates and how I put it into action so that it affects my life. And so that's what pleases God. And it pleases God because faith will cause the power of God to affect our life. To affect our life in a positive way. Uh, a, a good standing uh, as we move through life in our walk with God. And so you don't get faith necessarily just because you ask God for it. You know. You, you can pray, I know, I know today even, uh, not, not today, present today, but in days past, I've, uh, people have asked uh, me, and I'm sure if they've asked me, they've asked other people and other preachers, that will you pray that God will give me more faith? And I, I used to be a little shy, but I said uh, lately, you know, I said, no, I'm not praying that. Because that's not, tell, it does not, God does not tell us that that's the way you get faith. 
So you don't want to lead them along in error. You don't want to lead them along, along in something that is not true, something that is untrue. So if, if I said, uh, well, yeah, you know, without saying no, no, you know, here's how faith works and give them, give them the answer from that perspective. So to deal with our life of faith successfully, we are to realize that our mind is actually where faith is won or lost. Our mind is actually where our faith wins. Our mind actually can be the, be the place where our faith is lost. So our mind then plays such an important role in a successful walk of faith or life of faith in pleasing God. And so one, one time somebody said, well, what difference does it make? God understands me. He understands everything. Well, I'm sure he does. I don't doubt that that's not the truth, but he's looking for me to understand what he has asked of me where faith is concerned. So does he understand when I don't move in faith? Yes. Does he understand when I do move in faith? Yes. But the guidelines determines whether or not that I'm actually pleasing God or I'm displeasing God. And so it's important. So what we allow to permeate or spread through our mind, it eventually takes root in our mind and will eventually find its way to our mouth and to our actions. And when we understand these, these uh, what seems to be minor things or little things, when we understand that, we're going to successfully live a faith life that is pleasing to God in the sense that without faith, it's impossible to please God. I can have a loud booming voice, but if I'm not following the principles of what God has laid out in my walk and how to walk in my walk, well, then I become a loud noise where my life's concerned. So right or wrong thoughts are like missiles shot at our mind and our tongue often becomes the gun. Our tongue becomes uh, the gun. So the Bible teaches us that, that, a, that our tongue can be a tree of life or that our tongue can be the demise of our walk with God. Just whatever we, whatever our thinking is, how you think, what you agree with, what you don't agree with, and all of those kinds of things. So missiles, what are missiles? Missiles of wrong thinking is, uh, contains wrong thinking. Missiles shot at our mind are cares of life, worries, produced from the natural. Now, you know the, the times that we've been living in for the last two or three years is absolutely the best kind of environment that Satan could bring up against us or to us or around us in order to rob us or steal or kill. Now, one thing we also have to remember is that when we, when we quote, quote the scripture that the, uh, Satan come to steal and kill, he's not necessarily going to kill you physically, but he's going to kill the voice of faith. He's going to kill, try to kill your voice, our voice of faith. How does he do it? 
put all of these negative circumstances around us, you know, that we're hearing there. They're shooting like a missile into our mind and they're shooting at us and they're coming from every direction in our society today. They're coming from every direction. And so uh, we understand then that uh, those missiles are designed to kill our faith. And so that's why it's important to control your thinking. Now, you could say, a person could say, well, I know all that and I've heard all that. And that's good. That's where it starts. But there's a little bit more to it than after you have heard it. After I have heard it, it becomes uh, then what am I doing with what I have heard? So I could hear it and never apply the principles of it, but yet feel good because, you know, that I, uh, I say something about it. And so we have, to be, we have to be mindful. You know, faith, faith shoots its missiles into our mind. Now, how does it do that? It shoots its missiles into our mind as we continually read and meditate his word and speak from the spiritual side of our life. Now, in prayer time here just this past Tuesday morning, and praying, just praying along. You know, sometimes praying is listening. And so I heard the Lord say to me that when the carnal voice of my people... It's our hope that today's message, The Gateway of Faith is Located in the Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request offer 32. Today's special offer number is 32. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.